host, Larice Duffy, certified coach and founder of A Mindful Journey. Welcome to Aligned and Awakened, the podcast. I believe that our circumstances don't create our destiny, our choices do. Aligned and Awakened features heartfelt stories from women who inspire me. Each of these women has used adversity to find their power and lead a purposeful life through their command of choice. Come listen with me. Wake up and be inspired to make change in your own life. Your journey to awakening your inner truth starts now. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to Aligned and Awakened. Today, I have the pleasure of being with and interviewing Michelle Quay. So, Michelle, I would love for you to introduce yourself to our audience. Tell them who you are and what you do. I am a visibility coach. I am a storyteller, a motivational speaker, and author. So I would say that the best way to describe myself is I am a storyteller who makes money. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, I love that. I love that. That's great to be uh, able to tell stories and make money doing it. So bravo. Before we kick off, I always like to ask my guests, what in your life got you aligned and awakened? I think my whole entire life, up until when I was 40, it was out of line. And I didn't recognize it until that one moment that you just sit there and you start crying for no reason. And you suddenly have that light turning on. It's like someone walking into a room and they turn on the light for you and you're eyes open, you're sitting there and wondering, oh my gosh, what have I been doing all my entire life? And I think Mm. I lived for 40 years of life being out of a line. And when I, when it finally clicked, it's like that moment of awakening. Mm, Yeah. Waking up that consciousness. Did something happen that created that wake up for you? I truly believe that either we have something happen in our life, maybe traumatic, super big. Often it, it seems to be, I feel like the ones who, who, who figure it out without that big major catastrophe are the lucky ones <laughs> for me. And I believe for you, that wasn't how it went. So why don't you share? Yeah. Just to give the listener a quick visual of how I am, I'm four feet, four inches tall. I walk with two crutches. I used to walk with two. And this is a, a result of a car accident when I was 11 years old. And one might think that it's a tragic event that happened when you're so young that awakened you, right? But no, when I was 11, I was like, oh, sweet, no more school. You know, I can get out of school. That's perfect. So it wasn't that moment of awakening that happened at age 11. My awakening really happened later on in my life when I was following through a pattern of how the society, how my family, how everyone wants me to behave. And I met every single, so I put a check mark to every single expectation that from my parents, from the society, from my school, from my teacher, everybody around me. But it wasn't something that really sparks any fire inside of me. So I put a check mark for graduating from college. I put a check mark 
next to a doctor's degree. I put a check mark to having a, an amazing, stable career as a clinical pharmacist. I put a lot of check mark to things that most people dream to have in their life, but I didn't put a check mark to know who I am. Oh, I love that. I love that. And to me, that was the most single important check mark that anybody needs to put it next to to be able to check out. I know who I am and I'm proud of being who I am. I'm going to go out there and I'm going to stand tall, even though I'm four feet four inches tall. I'm still going to stand tall and believing in who I am. That was the check mark that was missing. And I have lived this way for a good 40 years of my life. I follow everybody's footsteps. I follow my parents' instruction. You need to be a pharmacist because you're disabled. How are you going to go out there and then make a living and be able to sustain yourself without having a skill or having a degree? How are you going to be able to do that? So in order to meet that expectation, I said, okay, so I'm going to go and sign up to a pharmacy degree. I'm going to go and be an educator in working in an academic setting. So I did all that, but little did I know that life has its own way of giving you a big lesson and that you have to <laughs> <Yeah>. realize, right? <laughs> yes, 100%. And I feel like what I hear you saying is, there were limitations placed on you because of your disability that didn't have to be there, that weren't necessary. And they sort of kept you behind all of the things that are available to you that you can absolutely do. But society, our family, our culture, religion, whatever it is, friends, family, you know, or siblings, whatever, put these limitations on us. And then we allow them to stop us. And sometimes we don't even realize that we're allowing them to stop us because we just believe them to be true. And I love that you woke up and realized that this wasn't your truth. And this wasn't you living to your limitless potential. So amazing. So let me just ask you, when you woke up when you were realizing that there was more and that you wanted more and that you could do more, what, it was just a light bulb, like just a one day, it just happened out of the blue. I, I wish that was the case, right? <laughs> I wish it was <laughs> yeah. just like waking up one day and everything is all rainbows and unicorn, but it doesn't, it doesn't happen that way. It's more like a collection. It certainly doesn't. No, nope. mm-hmm. it's like a collection, a series of mishaps or breaking points falling. Mm. You know, you fall down, you break, and you never feel that you are at one piece. You never feel that you are a whole. And I kept thinking there's, I even describe myself as this donut. You know, if you look at donuts or bagel, there's always an empty hole in there. And that's how I felt. I feel like this hole, I'm, I'm round for sure, but there's an empty hole that I'm trying to fill inside. And it's a sequence of different things that happen. And I think What really prompted my awakening was, interestingly, in relationship. I was perfectly fine by myself. I'm happy by myself, content. But when it comes to relationship, 
I go into that space of, you know, I'm not good enough. I'm not tall enough. I'm not pretty enough. So that not enoughness really gets mm. triggered when I have someone to compare to or when I look at whether it's social media or magazine or just my peers who's dressing up beautifully on a Christmas party. That is complete a trigger for me because then it sent me down to the rabbit hole of you're not good enough. Look at you. How dare you to think that you are normal? How dare you to think that that person is going to like you? How dare you? Mm. Oh, and I just want to point out, thank you for sharing that. Honestly, I think so validating for so many people to hear because we all suffer from not enoughness. It's different for, you know, whether we're not pretty enough or we're not smart enough or we're not good enough or we're not tall enough or we're not you know, successful enough or whatever all those things mean. We make them mean different things. And it's nonsense. It's absolute nonsense. You were born enough. And what I hear you saying that I love is that you kept trying to fill that donut or that bagel with degrees and with successes and external things. And then finally, you connected within. And that's when the bagel or the donut was whole. Yeah. I think it's the validation that I was seeking. I was seeking someone else's validation. Someone say, oh my God, Michelle, you're so great. You're so beautiful. And and you have to, in order to believe it's true, you have to believe it, right? But when I listen to it, people say, oh, Michelle, you're so great. You're amazing. That just doesn't, it doesn't quite sit with me because I don't, I personally don't believe that I am beautiful. I am amazing. So it's just that the fact that I was just, I feel like it was hanging in the air and there's no place to land myself. And I felt like a stranger to this whole entire planet. I don't know where I belong. I was so confused mm. about who I am and how do I fit into a society that built upon beauty as a standard, that built upon uh, achievement or success or people measuring you or success by the dollar amount of money that you make, the, the kind of car you drive, all these external things I couldn't measure myself up to. So where do I belong? And that was a big question mark that triggers that whole interpersonal relationship. Where do I belong? That brought me to this journey of awakening. Mm. Well, because isn't it true that finding where you belong starts with you. It's an internal environment that you create within you that then transforms your external experiences. But until you really focus and build that foundation within yourself, you're never going to find it externally. You're never going to find it out there, no matter how many doctorate or degrees, you know, no matter what, right? Exactly. And I think people talk about, you know, our body, mind, and soul. I don't think a lot of people associate the soul as that inner knowing. You mm. have a purpose. There's a reason why you are here. There's a reason why we experience life as it is. And there's a reason. And the reason is to wake up to a bigger level of consciousness and that you individually can bring in something or contribute to a collective wisdom of change. 
So it's that moment of awakening and getting there. So all these tragic events that happen in our life, they happen for a reason. And they they happen for a good reason, actually, right? It's not a misfortunate reason. It's actually a good reason. It allows us to see the lessons that we have to learn, the struggle and the challenge that we have to overcome in order to reach to a point where you start to see that some of these external things, they're just impermanent. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Oh my gosh. So true. And I think that we continue to hold ourselves back and not recognize the power that we have, the power that's available to us if we just go inward, if we really connect with ourselves, if we really listen to that intuitive part of us that knows because we know and we're always following other people's maps instead of really trusting ourselves. So what would you say to somebody who's struggling right now with trusting themselves or really connecting with themselves and waking up? I would say that getting to know yourself is scary. (laughs) (laughs) Because because you don't know what you don't know. And what you don't know is so powerful that it makes perfect sense why the fear would step in the way and why we wouldn't take any actions. A lot of times it's because we don't know what we don't know. And that fear is stopping us from doing a lot of amazing things. So getting to know yourself, it may mean that you get to know the part that you don't want to share. So it opens up your vulnerability. For me, you know, for example, for a long time, I didn't want to talk about my story because my story has to do with body shaming, uh, waking up in the middle of the night and having suicidal uh, ideation. There's a lot of dark things that I don't want to talk about with people. I don't want to share. And getting to know myself is knowing that, hey, Sometimes the fear is a good thing because the fear is actually allowing us to dive deeper in terms of what are our true strengths? What are we capable Mm. of? What can we do more of in our lives? So I I think don't be afraid to just spend a long time, be with yourself and know that someone else, it's always available for you to reach out. So don't be scared. There's always help available. You bring up vulnerability and I love vulnerability. And I think that vulnerability breeds connection. I think when we can really be brave enough to share parts of ourselves, we invite people to feel validated, to feel like, oh, thank gosh, that happens to her. Or, oh my gosh, she felt that way too. And it just makes us feel like we're not alone. And I love every opportunity to give to people when I can share something about myself that helps someone feel like that's normal. Like that makes you know them feel like that's a normal feeling. Because we get so caught up in our heads and thinking that somehow we're different or somehow that's not acceptable. And the bottom line is we are souls, right? Spiritual beings having a human experience. And a lot of these thoughts and feelings are very human. 
They're very human-like. <laughs> so yeah, it's all perfectly normal and you are enough. And I love sending that message to people over and over and over again, because it can't be said enough. It, it just can't be. So when we talked, we talked about resilience. And I know you're big on resilience. I too just love feeling resilient and inspiring other people to feel resilient. And also allowing other people to know that they have this power within them that they can always tap into. So my question to you would be, what is your meaning of resilience? It's a great question. Actually, I was just talking to someone else this morning about what this definition of resiliency means. And to me, it means that you're going from, holy crap, this happened to me, to, oh, oh, well. Let's figure this out. And mm. so it's a complete different perception of, holy crap, this happened to me. And so it carries a lot of that negative connotation of all oh, things only happen to me to a place where you start to see, oh, well, things happen. Let me figure out and see what I can do here. So th there's that sense of opportunity of what you can learn from this experience without being trapped inside a victim mind thinking of, holy crap, mm. this always happened to me. Yeah. Well, and I love that. I always think of it as lifting the heavier weights, right? It's like when we are given these experiences or opportunities, right, to either go into victim mode, feel sorry for ourselves, really get constricted instead of expanding and being open to the possibilities we miss a real opportunity to grow and to find a solution. And, you know, I always say to my kids, don't be part of the problem, be part of the solution. And I think that that's so important when we train our brain to think about solutions rather than harbor problems. It's a game changer. I mean, it's a game changer, right? Yeah, I totally agree. And and I think, you know, what you brought up is also uh, reminding me of what we talked about earlier about reconnecting to ourselves. When you want to be able to rebound to whatever the tragic or uh, unfortunate event that had happened, it's really important to go back and think about what strength do I have? What can I bring onto the table? What am I good at? Where can I shine? And once you start thinking about what you're good at, what can you do, how can you contribute some of uh, your past skills and use it in current situation, then you start knowing that, like, okay, what is my next step? How can I move forward? How can I get myself out of this situation? And I think that's really crucial to take that initial step of getting to know what you're good at. Where do you shine? So it's about reconnecting to ourselves before we begin anything. And then I feel like you build trust in yourself and then you draw from those experiences like, okay, well, I figured it out that time. So that gives me the thought that I can figure it out again. And that just keeps building. And I think that creates a lot of resilience within. And I think that we then really feel so much stronger and confident as a result. Yeah. I, I think one of the things about confidence is, you know, 
when there's a new situation that arises, you may not have the experience to deal with it. So for example, an accident that happened, you probably never had accident before, but suddenly like that's where I was. You know, I didn't know what accident would, would take away my ability to walk again. So that was a complete new experience that I had to go through. So there's nothing to rely on to be able to pull through or to be able to overcome that challenge. So it's not so much about the confidence because the confidence is based on something in an event that had happened and you had something to draw your uh, experience from. I, I truly think that in order to move forward in life, in, in rebound and resiliency, it has to be uh, a sense of just that inner trust. And the inner trust is what we build upon and that becomes our self-confidence. So self-confidence is an inner knowing that there's nothing is going to stop you. You're capable of overcoming one challenge, the same mindset, the same strength that you had overcoming the previous challenge. You're going to use it again. Same strong mindset and beliefs and skills that you have. You're going to tackle each new experience. No problem. Mm. So there's a big yeah, distinction. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's well. And because I think that even if it's a different experience, knowing that you were capable, knowing that you pulled you, yourself through it just gives you a strength that other situations, when you look back on that particular situation, you can draw from and say, OK, I did it there. I can do it here. And it just builds on itself. Right. Yes. Yes. Yeah. So good. So good. So what would you say has been your biggest accomplishment through all of this? I would say my biggest accomplishment is to put a check mark next to a uh, hiking Machu Picchu through the Inca Trail. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> I mean, a lot of people amazing. a lot of people have it in their bucket list for like maybe the entire lifetime. I, I would say I'm really proud to be able to check it off <laughs> from my bucket wow. list. Wow. Well, that is really impressive. So wait, you have to share about that because here again, you're walking with two crutches and you're able to hike this. You're giving people the inspiration to really say, we aren't limitless. We can do anything that we put our mind to. And I love it. So share with us, Michelle. This is so good. Yeah, I had this idea that I, I well, at that in 2014, I noticed that I was starting to gain weight because I wasn't very mobile and there's not a whole lot of things I could do. So I noticed I was gaining weight. And this is a true story. I was driving one day and I got out of my car. I noticed there's dirty marks on my T-shirt. I was wearing a white T-shirt and I looked down. There's a mark on my T-shirt and I, for the life of me, I could not figure out where it came from. So I decided to sit back to the driver's seat and I was just looking down. Oh, holy crap. My stomach was bumping right against their steering wheel, <laughs> which created <laughs> that mark. I'm like, all right, something, something got to change. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm like, okay, so now I'm thinking, I'm sitting there and thinking, well, I don't run, I can't run into the gym, and I do, don't do marathons. So what can I do to actually get this, we call it the muffin top, right? How, how can I get rid of this muffin <laughs> top that I have? And so my mind got thinking, and I said, well, let me, let me try signing up to a gym. 
So I decided that same year, I signed up to a gym and I had never walked in and using equipment in my life because I walked with two crutches and I never thought or any imagined that I could be able to walk on a treadmill. So I started to look for help. I, I said, okay, so I can't do this alone by myself. So let me hire a personal trainer who might be able to help me with that. So I hired a coach. I started to walk on the treadmill very slowly and it's, things just start to progress. So by September 2016, I told my trainer, I said, I am going on to a hike. And my trainer was so excited. He came to me and he's like, okay, Michelle, where do you want to go? Is it like this mountain over here by, by our neighborhood? I'm like, heck no. <laughs> I want to go to Machu Picchu. And his jaw dropped, his eye wide open. He's like, where? I said, Machu Picchu, right? And he paused and he said, Michelle, you know, there's a lot of people who didn't make it, right? And they're like normal individual, they're walking normal. And here you are, you walk with crutches and you, are you going to make it? And I'm like, I probably won't, but you're going to help me. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. That's so awesome. <laughs> Every week since then, I train myself to go on hike. I put my day pack on. I would just hike the little hill, baby hill. And I slowly progress and growing up into the bigger hill. And so 2016, I decided to book myself a ticket, flew myself from Los Angeles to Peru. And I went through that 26 miles of hike by myself. You know, I do have porters who carry the equipment with me, and I, but I still have my day pack, which weighs about uh, 15 pounds. And I was just hiking through the 26 miles of Inca Trail with my two crutches. Wow. 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 That is such an amazing story. And thank you so much for sharing it. If anybody thinks that they can't do something, <laughs> I want you to think about Michelle Quay. That's it. When you say, I can't, I want you to think about Michelle. I want you to think about this podcast. If somebody says to you that they can't, I want you to send them this podcast for them to listen to because you honestly will remind everybody that they can, that, that you can, that we all can when we put our mind to it. And you know what stuck out to me besides the unbelievable story that you just told? You used the word slowly progressed on my treadmill. And then I slowly progressed on the smaller hills. That's the key. We have to start. I think what stops people is they want the immediate results. They want the immediate gratification instead of slowly progressing. And getting to the point of doing something as enormous as you did. We have to just start. We have to start slowly progressing on the treadmill. And then we have a story. We have an accomplishment like the one that you just described. Wow. So just share with us, how did you feel after you accomplished this? I, I felt like I need to reward myself with a hamburger. <laughs> That's really how I felt by the end when I when I finished that hike. I felt that I just I need to be more. I hope you had French fries too. Oh yeah, for sure. A big gigantic burger, which I took a picture of because I wanted to keep it in my memory. But that's how I was feeling. I was hungry. I was exhausted. I was really feeling that 
I was inspired, most of all. I was very inspired. I was inspired by the people who keep passing me by, turning around, gave me a thumbs up. I was inspired by the fact that people from all over the world stood up and cheered for me as I walked through the sun gate to Machu Picchu. I was so inspired by the fact that, hey, if I really set my mind to do something, there's no reason for me not to accomplish it. Exactly. Exactly. And you gave everybody, even on those trails, that message. Yeah. That is, that's inspiration. Wow. Oh, Michelle, that is just such a wonderful story. I'm so grateful for you to be here and sharing it with our audience. I mean, Aligned and Awaken is all about overcoming adversity and helping you realign with your true self. And that is everything that you are about and everything that you described. Thank you so much for being here. Oh, this has been so wonderful. If you had one piece of advice that you wanted to give to our listeners, what would it be? I would say... Imagine your life is a coin toss. You have 50-50 chance. So you can sit there and stare at this coin in, in your hand. Or you can get up and give it a toss. There's only two options that's in front of you. You either make a change or you don't. So think about where you are now. Is it painful? Is it tolerable? Is it something that you're just putting it up in order to make it your day? Or is this something that you can flip the coin and decide that today is the day that you're going to put yourself into taking one little tiny action, one tiny little step? So I would encourage everyone to take a, uh, I offer people like taking a courage card. Here's your invisible courage card. I want you to do one thing for yourself today. Oh, I love that. Oh, I love that. And I hope everybody takes their courage card today and does one little thing and thinks about Michelle. I don't think I'll ever hold a coin in my hand and feel the same way. That's so good. I love that advice. And I love your story. And I love that I got to spend this time with you and uh, share it with Aligned and Awakened and all of our listeners. So thank you, Michelle. Thank you so very, very much. I'd like for you to just share with everybody where they can find you. They can find me on my website at elevatelifecoaching.org. Wonderful. And we'll add everything to the show notes as well. So thank you, Michelle. Thank you. Thank you. Have a beautiful day. Thank you for sharing your just beautifulness. Honestly, your story just made my day. I'm truly grateful to know you and to have had you on Aligned and Awakened. Thank you so much for having me. Bye, everybody. Remember your card. (laughs) If you loved what you heard today, I would be so grateful if you hit subscribe and leave a review. For more inspiration, Find me on Instagram at amindfuljourney.ld. I love being part of your everyday journey.